I don't believe in Black Lives Matter, the organization. I don't support them. I do believe the lives of black people matter. And obviously, like now you have to like switch it up. So just so people don't get confused with Black Lives Matter. I don't believe in the organization. All right, I got Jimmy Michelle on the show today, life insurance agent and annuities as well. Also a record producer uh, uh, and musician, uh, heavily in the in the church arena as well as in the pop world. Um, all right, so Black Lives Matter. All right, we at this point now, and we're gonna go on multiple levels in this. Um, but we're at, we're at this point now in the country where a lot of different things going on. Um, I guess the the, the, the the latest spark was George Floyd getting, uh, you know, killed by police brutality. Basically, I was strangled to death by a knee. Um, and then the Black Lives Matter movement pops up. They take over protesting, pushing for uh, change, etc. And then the challenge comes in as a Christian or a church goer or whatever the case may be, just on a spiritual level in general, tying in Black Lives Matter, at least for me, with being a Christian, following the word, etc. So what's what's your take on on those two worlds, that those that coexistence between Black Lives Matter and, and the church? So I, I'll start like this. The question becomes... What's more important, being a Christian? What's first, your belief as a Christian or issues of the world? My belief as a Christian or issues of the world. What's more important? Yeah. I mean, sounds like I got some good questions. I just came up with that too. So dope. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, my belief as a Christian. I'm, I'm kind of stuck on that. What do you mean by my belief as a Christian? Do you mean like... So, if... You, oh, wow. This is awesome. Your belief what? as a Christian, in essence, what are... Oh, what are your... It's kind of similar to having like a no matter what because mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Or, okay, I'm a Christian, but things are flexible. Or well, I'm, I, I'm a Christian. I'll just say I, I I try to allow God to guide me through any and everything. I put my trust there. So when you ask right. me a question like what's more important, that or the issues of the world, to me, it's kind of like they're one and the same because the issues of the world are what I call on God to help guide me through. You see what I'm saying? So I, I I don't know how to compare them in terms of one being more important than the other, unless I'm, I'm missing the angle of your question. Okay. So this is why I say that because again, and here's where organized religion, um, let's let's just say it's failed, right? Because one thousand percent failed, and it's continuing to fail. Right. And 
And the major reason is because we let issues of the world bend our beliefs. Mm. Example. When you have someone that is pushing Christianity, mm-hmm. and then you have other people that aren't pushing it, but they're pushing issues of the world, but mm-hmm. you agree with them because it sounds cool, because how they deliver those issues sound better than how right. this other person delivers the issues of the world are more important to you than your beliefs. To be, and you know what? I think not to not to to oversimplify what you said because I, I I definitely understand what you're saying and in, in in, pertaining to this particular context. But I feel like that's an everyday battle for a Christian because this world is ruled by the enemy. This is not. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Jesus' kingdom. So that's the hard part is living in this world of sin where he's the ruler, but trying to stay connected and focused on God without being distracted by all these other things that may sound or like you said, sound good, seem good, seem like they're good intended. But when you check your Bible, you check, you know, you you check to see, wait, is this is this is this Christ like you're like, it's it's not, you know, and then there's that struggle. You know what I'm saying? So So therein. And therein lies the litmus test in the sense that, oh man, this is why, like, you can't, you have to have that relationship where you can't trust uh, a reverend or a pastor, bishop, or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Yeah. Because, you again, said can't trust. like, the lesson for me was, right? You said you they're can't. human. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Right. I'm sorry. So, yeah, you can't trust them. You cannot trust them because they're human. Mm hmm. So you can have a pastor or a reverend that are pushing you to the issues of the world, mm-hmm. not to the belief that, hold on, when I read it, it says this, but you saying that we need to go support this. Okay. So yeah, you're the man of God. So obviously you're right. Mm-hmm. But I, you're, I, you're, you're a man or woman of God saying, too. But- can't trust is a strong phrase like your your ultimate trust is supposed to be in god guiding you so i agree that's the yes. problem no but that's what i'm saying that's the issue because mm-hmm. the problem is when we so when we call someone a man or woman of god like in our minds we're putting these people on pedestals well at least okay let me not say we at least that's how i was right okay okay, okay. it's like oh pedestal like oh my god this pastor oh man he spends six out of seven days praying. He does mm-hmm. this. And, oh, my God, he prophesied this and this happened. And all this, mm-hmm. like, you know, all the theatrics, right? Right. And then you belittle yourself mm. to the power that's in you. And that's the biggest to problem. read and understand and have your own, like, relationship. Uh, conviction on relationship. And, and you let some dude or some chick, you know. And no, no, no. And, and I, honestly, I think that's the biggest one of the biggest problems in, quote unquote, Christianity today is that a lot of times it's about this pastor or this religion instead of that having exactly. that relationship. So you're right. A lot of people, their relationship with God is based on a pastor. You know what right. I'm saying? Their relationship with Christ, it's based on this church. It's based. It's, it's not. Those are going to be seasons that come and go throughout your faith. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So because like you said, they're all imperfect. So it, at the end of the day, all they're there to do is to provide some type of nutrients to your faith for whatever season they're supposed to be there. And get, you're supposed to get what you're supposed to get from it and ride it out as long as you feel God. And that's why you have to stay connected to God to know what do I take? What do I what do I keep? What do I throw away? How long do I need to be here? How involved do I need to be here? And then you constantly right. praying and checking in. Because if you make it about just blindly listening to this person, you're going to be misled because, like you said, they're imperfect. But, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but um, all right. So, so all right. So the, the original question original way yeah. up. So Black Lives Matter. Christianity. OK, yes. So. I don't believe in Black Lives Matter, the organization. Mm-hmm. I don't support them. Mm-hmm. I do believe the lives of black people matter. And obviously, like now you have to like switch it up. So just so people don't get confused with Black Lives Matter. I don't believe in the organization. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the incorporation, the website, all that stuff, right? Right. So when you have Christians that support Black Lives Matter blindly, right? Why? Because they didn't, oh my God, Bible again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Timothy, Second Timothy, somewhere I, I don't remember it. Stu- they didn't study themselves to show themselves approved, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they would depend on the pastor to give them all the information instead of them doing their own mm-hmm. homework, right? Letting God be outside of them, not in them. Mm-hmm. But when you follow something blindly, like Al Sharpton, mm-hmm. that that promotes things that are ungodly mm-hmm. it's proof that okay things of the world are more important than my beliefs actually you're letting the world shape your beliefs mm-hmm. I, 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 I see what you're saying but I mean I can't convict every Christian who believes in black lives matter because I, I mean I, well, I supported them when they were something different for one but we'll get into that but I think you know, if you're deceived, you're deceived. It's not like Black Lives Matter is. They're, you know, they're, no. they're they're being discreet so, so about he, what their true intentions are. So you gotta you gotta take that to discreet. account. Discreet. It's not like they're out there seeing BLM, you know, and then LGBT. It's it's BLM. So Christians no, are no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, go, wait, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Slow down, right, go slow ahead, down. Go ahead. They're not they're not as discreet as you as you saying. Bro, I've seen protest videos when they talk about, oh yeah, trans this and trans that, and that. like, nah, right? But they're not as discreet as you think. Okay, good. But what I'm saying is to the Christian though, I, I, do you, you feel like the Christian is like just saying, oh okay, I'm gonna roll with it because the Black Lives Matter? Or do you feel like they just don't know? Because I feel like a lot of them just don't know. No, I don't no. know. Again, I'm saying the Christian is letting the things of this world dictate what they believe. Right, I so, think the okay, I think the mistake black, the, was not not doing the due diligence, and I think as Christians, that's part of being a Christian is doing your due diligence to make sure whatever it is you're about to put your your energy into is is something that's that's Christ like. So I, I would say it's, I would say that that that's their their the mistake of a Christian supporting um, Black Lives Matter. It's just basically not. Not doing your homework. I think doing your homework is is part of, you know what I'm saying? Having an intentional relationship with God to make sure that you're not being distracted by anything. 
Right. Yeah, you know, that's the same homework that they don't do with the Bible. Right. <laughs> so, no, so that's right. If, 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 if someone's not reading the Bible, how do you expect them to read what's equivalent to like a one and a half page uh, website? All right, so get into that. Get into that. Because I think at this point, you know what I'm saying? Thing, what's the problem with Black Lives Matter? Yeah, I know. What the hell are they talking so, about, right? So go ahead. I don't know. And you got I, it pulled up. You, you want to read if, it verbatim? Or, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I'll just, okay. I'll just read through it or, and then get we'll to the go highlights. Back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you go to blacklivesmatter.com and you go to what we believe, you're going to get a, uh, some good, heartwarming fluff about Trayvon Martin and so on and so forth, right? Fluff. But then it goes into... <laughs> That's the cover, bro. That's the okay. cover. Okay, okay. That's Oh, you know how mag- uh, magicians work. You're looking one place while the other hand is doing something else. Right. Right? So, um, then it goes into what they believe, right? We acknowledge, mm-hmm. respect, and celebrate differences and commonalities. Real nice. We work vigorously for freedom and justice for black people and, by extension, all people. Aw. <laughs> we intentionally build a nat- and nurture a beloved community that is bonded to- together through a beautiful struggle that is restorative and not depleting. Oh man. <sighs> we are impacted, yeah, or privileged as black people who exist in different parts of the world. We are guided by the fact that all black lives matter, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs, or disbeliefs, immigration status, or location. Hmm. We make space for transgendered brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are self-reflective and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk, especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by trans antagonistic violence. We build a space that affirms black women and is free from sexism, misogyny, and environments in which men are centered. It's getting heavy, huh? Well, it already started. We practice empathy and engage comrades with the intent to learn and connect with their context. We make our spaces family-friendly and enable parents to fully participate with their children. We dismantle the patriarchal practice that requires mothers to work double shifts so that they can mother in private even as they participate in public justice work. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. We foster a queer affirming network when we gather. We do so with the intent of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking 
or rather the belief that all in the world are heterosexual unless he or she or they disclose otherwise. We cultivate an intergenerational and communal network free from ageism. We believe that all people, regardless of age, show up with the capacity to lead and learn. We embody and practice justice, liberation, and peace in our engagement with one another. So, at, at, let's just start backwards, It doesn't backwards, sound right? so bad when you read it. I mean, when you, when yeah, you, no, hear, when you hear it I, being read. I, I made it. I know, because I'm, I'm making it nice without... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, so but before, we'll before we dive in, though, before we before we say, I I I think first I want to say this. This and if I'm and if I'm going too far off, then just pull me back. Nah, right, go. This wasn't always what Black Lives Matter stood for, because I remember very well at its original conception, though. Right when Black Lives Matter first started, uh, like it said after Trayvon Martin, I remember going on that website and reading a much different about me. And I want I went on that website for the sole intent to see if they also were going to initiate some type of um, focus on black on black violence and black on black crime in the inner city, which it did. They had scheduled rallies and events that had already taken place. Um, And it was um, also within their about me. Fast forward to today, that portion has completely been moved and replaced with what you read. Um, right. So, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that Darren Seals was one of the dudes. They used to do anti-gun, anti-gang violence. Like, they used to yeah. uh, de-escalate. They, they used were, to de-escalate things, and then he was killed mysteriously. And I can tell you right now, so, I just saw another headline where a little boy was shot in Chicago, and there's no BLM. Uh, um, I think it's they just May, had their May they just 26. had their worst weekend. I forgot what day it was. Eighteen people died in Chicago over in one day, which was like a record high since the sixties or something. Ninety six, I forgot. No BLM, oh, so okay. it's it's this like loud silence. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like right. BLM everything, but there's still this. You know what I mean? These crazy amounts of black people killing each other, and there's no BLM. So to me, I, I don't see it. I don't see how far they can go in the community with that not being addressed um, before another movement comes up that's more pure. But 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 go ahead. Oh man, go ahead. Go ahead. To, to get like, get back to the look, man. Well, with a hundred million dollar donation, you can go very far. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I think the black community at it, at its core is too conservative to 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 rock with it. I think it, it's gonna. There's already the more and more I see online, the more and more people are separating no. themselves. Okay. From it. And let me say this, in connection to the church, right? I have yet to see a pastor come out and really support the Black Lives Matter organization. They may have made little hints towards, you know, supporting. Uh, uh, resolving the injustices and George Floyd and things like that. But I have yet to hear any pastor or church come out and fully back, you know, like, yeah, we're Black Lives Matter. Like, so. Uh, Al Sharpton? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to him. Now, granted, you know, granted, I don't think he has a church church like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. But, I'm talking about like, you know, you know, uh, people, people that are preaching on Sundays. I don't know. <laughs> a reverend. Gotcha, I forgot gotcha. he's even a reverend, of course, so to speak. So, yeah. 
Right. But to yeah, me, Reverend Al Sharpton is a reverend. He's, he's, a, he's a politician at this point. I don't really, you know. I mean, don't forget, um, I think even even the, the, the homie or his homie, uh, uh, Jesse Jackson, made an appearance too. Oh, it's, Reverend. Oh, he's a reverend too? Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, you yeah. know, I don't know. I mean, it's not no disrespect <laughs> to them. I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about them like that. Like, they're not, they're not, you know, spiritual leaders of mine. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I know they may have done a lot for the black community, but on a spiritual level, I, <laughs> I don't look to them for anything. See, even, even that's questionable. Okay. Yeah. What they've done. So, all right, but so, but, so what's, there's a lot oh, of ahead. behind the scene things that people don't know about. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying. So what's, what's your take on that, on how? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we co- we're going to start back. We cultivate an intergenerational and communal network free from ageism. So the word intergenerational means between generations. Hey, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, you're in your teens, you're not in your teens, you're, you're a kid. Mm-hmm. There's things kids should be talking about. There's things kids shouldn't be talking about. There's things kids should hear. There's things kids shouldn't hear. Right. So they want to make a a a communal network free from ageism, which means the lines are blurred as to age, which means the lines are blurred as to what children specifically should do or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Right? Because let's face it, when you become an adult, nobody's thinking about ageism. Right? Think about it, right? So are you kind of only now go ahead. I, only now since um you know since me too mm-hmm. like people been like yo how that man 50 and he dating a 20 year old you know what i mean like now right. you kind of get like Ugh! but but still in general it's like yo it's her choice like she's of age right but what's the main what's the main thing that that's actually they they have their own uh uh what you call it uh group kind of like black lives matter um that they're pushing for is kids mm-hmm. that's pedophilia so when you hear ageism you right? connect it to to peta to pedophile behavior no when i see we cultivate an intergenerational which means okay you're trying to uh uh erase erase what we know as okay hey look you're this old, mm-hmm. so you can't do these things. Right. And then ageism, I'm like, oh, yeah, pedophilia. Those two words. Free from ageism? Yes. I see. The, so that, you're kind of going with the slippery slope, basically, argument like you're saying once no, you open it, that it's box. it's not a slippery slope. Or you slope. feel like they're intentionally. Bro, it's not. It's not listen, 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 listen. Uh-huh. It's not a slippery slope. Why? Because there's, there's a documentary on uh, drag, mm-hmm. right, where they have a 12 year old boy that's already doing drag shows with grown ass men bro wow he's a fuck now granted look this is a white kid this is not even a black kid so you know hey cause we talking about black lives now <laughs> but it's a white <laughs> but like yeah man like this is happening as we speak and I can't remember the name of their organization um Oh, I, man, I can I'm say it's that. it's scary there, when there, there's an organization it, that lobbies for pedophilia. They want to make pedophilia legal. Yeah, no, nah, watch out. 
Yeah. And they're actually, bro. Okay. Okay. Watch this. Watch this. Go go ahead. They're actually trying to add. They're they're trying to add. Um, like you know how you have. Um, I don't know all the letters, but I know the four base ones. A L G B T. They're trying to add pedophilia to be one of those letters because now it's like L G B T Q I A. Bro, you think I'm joking, man? All right. So let me say this. Let me. Let let me point something out. I want to. Real, we, real quick, I've heard arguments. I've, I've heard arguments in Congress for pedophilia. Congressmen saying that is it? This is not a disease. People just want to live their lives. Uh, what? What about the kid that doesn't understand what's going to happen to them? So, and it's funny we're talking about mental health, but yet we're like you know, like nowadays mental health is like the, the cool phrase to say. Like, oh, you know, um, I need some. Uh, uh, I, I need to see a psychologist because, you know, I need to make sure my mental health is all straight. But they're allowing pedophilia to now enter the market. Right. Or to become normal. It's like, get out of here, man. So let me just point out, like, that that portion you read in terms of intergenerationalism and, and ageism and whatnot. What What's alarming to me is that it's it's written directly after they're speaking about trans, LGBTQ, and all that type of thing, queer and that type of thing. So, because you know, when you put it in a box, you know, it, it can be a, it can mean different things. It can mean, you know, you can be a leader at any age. It can mean we want a diverse, eight, you know, group of people. It can mean whatever bro, the case may be. Bro, hold but on, when hold you, on, but hold when on, you put on, it wait. next to, when you put it directly hey man, after you're being talking nice about right LGBTQ issues, yes, it, it, it is alarming. Itself. It is alarming. You know what oh, I'm saying? By the way, by the way, it's called NAMBLA, North America Man boy love association no ain't ain't no no, ain't no man boy love right so so check this this is where you're being nice about it this is where you're being nice about it when have kids when in today's society was a kid now not allowed to be a leader not allowed to be this is where you're being nice yeah, I mean, because okay, look, Go ahead. we believe that all people, regardless of age, show up with the capacity to lead and learn. When have kids not been able to do that? Yeah, I see what you're saying. When I mean, who, who, who? I, I don't, like, I don't who think... stops that prodigy child that can do whatever, some super math, or that can play an instrument like none other, or that reads like crazy and that's like obviously intelligent? Who stops them from doing anything? No one. They're actually applauded, bro. Yeah, I can see it. But I mean, at the same time, you don't see many organizations with with young, you know, with a leader, with a young leader at the helm. I mean, well, even BLM doesn't have a young leader at the helm. So, so yeah, I, but okay. At the end, so, which means it's not, it may not necessarily even be about leadership, <laughs> and that and that's kind of my, my point. But yeah, you're right. You don't. It's not like there's this, no, no. This your point is right, on, but on, you're, on my, my thing is my. My thing is you're being soft on it in the sense that you say even BLM don't have a young leader. What's young? I mean like a child, like 10, 11. Darren Silk. How can a child lead that? That child need to be going to school and learning stuff, bro. Like Okay, and that's my point. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what they're... I, I'm saying... Without, nah, bro. What I'm saying is if that's what they're <laughs> trying to say, they're not. they're not even... They haven't even implemented it yet. You see what I'm saying? If they're right, if the argument is, oh no, we're not talking about sex. We're talking about just being a leader for BLM. 
where's your young leader? Nah. You see what I'm saying? So where is this 11 year old right. protege who's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and, and you know why I'm siding you know with what you're not? saying, but I'm, I'm also keeping up kind of a, a no, open, no, you, I know you, that's what I'm saying. You, you're being too light on it. Yeah. You, yeah. But you so, want to go hard and, and, and here's a, <laughs> And here, and here's a problem with it too. We all know. So there's two things in life, right? But they're probably going to disagree with this too. Nature and nurture. Nature We're born nature. with certain gifts. We're born with certain gifts. That's nature. Right. Nurture is what's being taught to you, how you're molded as you're being, uh, as you're becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. Nurture. In other words, it's just like an empty computer. Whatever you put into it, that's what it's going to spit back at you. Right. Right? Until somebody else feeds it different other stimuli. We all are computers for the most part. Right? Mm-hmm. As children, children grow up. That's why some kids... Um, why, why do some kids read faster than other kids? Because of what they're exposed to. Why do some kids act differently? Like, everybody's exposed to different stimuli. Their nurture was different. Right. This allows them to be nurtured by everything that we're going to get to. By the queer affirming network. By the, mm-hmm. by the tight... See? Okay. Here, here we go. We're going to go to the next... We're going to go to the next uh, the paragraph above it. We foster a queer queer affirming network. When we gather, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking. Mm -hmm. What is heteronormative thinking? That's putting heterosexual thinking. That's that's. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I thought you were actually asking me. (laughs) No, no, go. No, to me, it's 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 making it seem as if heterosexual is what's normal. Like that's the standard. They don't want it to be the standard anymore. You know what I'm saying? But so so check this. So heteronormative thinking, okay. It is a standard. Mm-hmm. But that standard has existed for how long? It doesn't matter to that. That standard that okay, that standard is the reason you're even here. Right. That's what I get to. And that's not even that standard that's not even is going why people can produce. It, that's just biology. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Basic biology, right? So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, Sperm and egg. So, I, like, <laughs> yeah, that that to me, I, I'm not. And that's, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, the Bible considers every that whole thing to be a sin. But to me, it's like when, when you start, it's no matter what surgeries you get at the end of the day, like the world revolves around a man and woman being together and having children. So... I, I'll shock you right now, bro. Here you go. What's going on, y'all? I hope y'all uh, enjoyed that conversation between uh, Jimmy and I. Um, I always like to kind of hop on the back end and just give some reflection on the conversation uh, after hearing it myself, playing it back. And uh, first thing I want to say is, it's just crazy how homophobic I sound, <laughs> to be honest. So for me, it's like I, I'm, I definitely have some work to do on that internally because just hearing my tone, for me, 
I mean, there's, there's no hate there. I can say that, but I would definitely say some some kind of disgust or maybe I don't know if disdain is the right word, but just I feel like, you know, there may be something there subconsciously. I was raised, not raised, but I inherited, I would say, uh, that that kind of uh, homophobic mentality or, or I guess, you know, just acting like that whole that whole gay thing was like almost like cooties growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like it was seen as disgusting or not manly etc so just hearing myself just you know say certain things and just kind of made me think hmm, I gotta I kind of gotta check myself on that but um to bring it to the next level of um uh the comparison um that I make between um just a you know adultery and home and homosexuality and, and how God sees it, I, I believe that they are um, this one and the same. It's all sexual morality and even premarital sex, which we, we didn't touch on. It's all sexual morality, I believe, in God's eyes. And I don't, I don't, as a Christian, I don't intend to ever put one over the other. I feel like they're all just as de- detrimental to us as human beings and to um, how our society is structured. Um, and I feel like they all intertwine and lead one leading to the other. I feel like it's kind of, to me, sexual morality is, is this beast that just wants to be fed, whether it's through, you know, through adultery or through homosexuality or through premarital sex. It, it just it wants us to cr- always cross that line that God uh, uh, created for us and that boundary that God created. And I feel like when we do, there's no telling what's on the other side of it, you know. So um, for me, I just I, I never try to take that machismo approach of feeling like, you know, being gay is is makes you less of a, less of a man. And for, but for some reason, being a womanizer doesn't, you know, what I'm saying being a womanizer is, is, is cool or because I guess, you know, it's it's you're still practicing heterosexuality. But really, at the end of the day, it's all sexual morality. So it doesn't really matter, you know. So um, that's at least that's my opinion. Um the other thing I wanted to speak on is the movement for black lives or also known as uh, M4BL, I believe. And that was something that I recently I heard but never dove into. And I did some diving into it today and, and I, um, we'll come back on later on and, and discuss it. But um, it, it touches on a lot more. Uh, it, it encompasses the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement. It's 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 an it's it's actually the real movement. Black Lives Matter is just kind of under the umbrella. So, because um, I mentioned how you know I didn't like that Black Lives Matter no no longer touches on um, black on black crime and that they choose to focus instead more on LGBTQ um, agendas. But um, I believe under the movement of the M4BL, there there is. Uh, well, there already are things going on for black for for black on black crime. It just never gets any media coverage, but um, there's more intentional, um, you know, movements towards it. So um, that's just something for all y'all to go do some research on. I'm not saying I completely 100% agree with the whole totality of it. From what I've seen of it, um, there's nothing in it that seems to go against what I feel um, is is Christian, although it does encompass the Black Lives Matter movement. But the sentiment of it is um, much more centered towards what I felt Black Lives Matter originally was standing for. 
Um, it's just, uh, it, it, but it is an umbrella that encompasses many organizations who all have their own values, such as BLM does. But um, I feel like it's something that, that anybody listening should kind of go take a look at. And who, us, not anybody, any Christian who was listening and felt and may feel conflicted um, with what they find uh, that BLM stands for, but still wants to represent that sentiment and enjoy that sentiment or, or move forward with it. Uh, I would do more research on M4BL and see what what other what other avenues could you possibly um, participate in um, if you felt conflicted with uh, BLM. So um, yeah, that's all. Man, I'll be back with you guys soon. Take care.